Hey there, I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. Today, we're talking about the surprising way a man survived trapped in his car for five days and some junk foods that are actually kind of good for you. But first, in less than a week out from Michael Cohen's explosive testimony, Democrats on the House Judiciary Committee on Monday sent document requests to 81 agencies, entities, and individuals close to President Donald Trump as part of a broad investigation into possible obstruction of justice, public corruption, and other abuses of power. The list includes Trump's sons, Eric Trump and Donald Trump Jr., as well as his son-in-law, Jared Kushner. It also names dozens of current and former members of Trump's administration, inaugural committee, businesses, and campaign. The letters piggyback on the existing investigations being run by Robert Mueller's special counsel office and federal prosecutors in the Southern District of New York. The notices inform recipients that, in the interest of speeding up the process, they can limit their documents to ones they've already turned over in response to those investigations. We have sent these document requests in order to begin building the public record, House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler said in a statement. He continued, quote, The special counsel's office and the Southern District of New York are aware that we are taking these steps. We will act quickly to gather this information, assess the evidence, and follow the facts where they lead with full transparency with the American people, unquote. The probe will focus on three main areas, whether Trump obstructed justice by interfering in criminal investigations of his campaign and administration, whether he violated the emoluments clause of the U.S. Constitution and campaign finance laws, and potential misuse of his pardon powers and other abuses of power. By launching the investigation, Democrats are effectively ensuring Trump's litany of scandals will remain in the news through the 2020 presidential election. Though some are expected to cite executive privilege in response to the requests or fight them and possibly force a subpoena, those who received requests from the committee have been told to respond no later than March 18th. Talk about one epic two weeks notice. And this next story really needs no introduction. A man who was trapped in a snowstorm in Oregon for five days survived on Taco Bell sauce packets. Really? 35-year-old Jeremy Taylor, who goes off-roading in the area, said he drove west of the resort community Sun River with his dog Allie when his SUV became stuck in the snow a week ago Sunday, the Deschutes County Sheriff's Office said. He spent the night in his vehicle and attempted to walk for help the next day, but had difficulty because of the amount of snow that had fallen, authorities said. Jeremy stayed warm over the next four days by periodically starting his vehicle and used a few taco sauce packets he had as food, the sheriff's department said on Facebook. In an earlier post, it said that he wasn't believed to have had a phone on him. It wasn't until Friday afternoon that a snowmobile rider spotted his car and called 911. Taylor and his dog were described as hungry, but otherwise in good condition. In the words of Taylor, quote, Taco Bell fire sauce saves lives. And speaking of food, if you love junk food, we have some great news. There are junk foods out there that are, in actuality, pretty good for you. We talked to three nutritionists to explain which ones you should consider stocking up on for that 4 p.m. snack attack. First, popcorn. Popcorn isn't just a buttery delicacy to eat at the movies. It can also be a healthy snack. Try any kind of herb-spiced popcorn, like one from Trader Joe's, nutritionist Maya Feller suggested. She continued, quote, it's very crunchy and filled with fiber, unquote. 
And if you're looking for packaged popcorns to avoid, you'd be wise to steer clear of traditional microwave popcorns, kettle corns that load in sugar, try to stay under 15 grams if possible, and stay away from super cheesy popcorns, which can pack on the fat, salt, and vegetable oil. Second, ice cream. Yes, you heard that right. As long as you don't overdo it, ice cream actually has some good nutrients in it, like calcium and protein. And if you switch it up from the traditional Ben & Jerry's pint, you might even get more of the good stuff, like probiotics and B vitamins. Adonia by Chow Bella and Enlightened are great options, as well as frozen Greek yogurt bars by Yasso, suggested one nutritionist. Third, gummy snacks. No, not Sour Patch Kids, but there are some gummy snacks out there that aren't too bad for you. Nutritionist Karina Heinrich said, quote, Some of my family favorite brands are Black Forest Organic, Newman's Own Organics, and Surf Sweets, unquote. These treats are just as delicious, but they're made with organic ingredients and are GMO-free. Lastly, chips. Apparently, not all chips are created equal, according to Heinrich. If you've got a hankering for a potato chip, worry not. They actually can be pretty good for you. She advised, quote, make sure you always choose chip brands that do not contain MSG, which is a common additive in chips and is linked with headaches, allergic reactions, and obesity. Kettle brand chips are a great clean ingredient option, unquote. One more thing to keep in mind, giving in to your flat-out bad junk food cravings once in a while isn't always the worst. Nutritionist Tamar Samuels says, quote, There's something to be said about mindful eating. If you do have a craving, sometimes it is best to honor it. Don't eat the whole bag. Instead, serve yourself and put a portion of the snack you want on a plate or in a bowl so you can be more intentional about portion size and more mindful about how much you need to feel satisfied, unquote. Amen to that. And here's what else you shouldn't be sleeping on. Oxycontin maker Purdue Pharma is exploring filing for bankruptcy to address potentially significant liabilities from roughly 2,000 lawsuits alleging the drug manufacturer contributed to the deadly opioid crisis sweeping the United States, people familiar with the matter said on Monday. And meteorologists have classified one of possibly two tornadoes that ripped through southeast Alabama on Sunday as high severity, calling it the deadliest tornado in the United States since 2013. In a Monday press conference, the National Weather Service said the tornado that left at least 23 people dead in rural Lee County has been classified as an EF4 tornado. The mile-wide monster tornado carried estimated wind speeds of about 170 miles per hour and stayed on the ground for about 24 miles, said Chris Darden, meteorologist at NWS Birmingham. For more about how these stories develop, head to HuffPost.com. And now, you've really got to get up. Bye!